Hey everyone, welcome back to the W2 Prison Break Show, the podcast to help you fire your boss and become the CEO of your own business in under 12 months. I'm your host, Brian O'Neill, and this is day two of the W2 Prison Break Roadmap. If you did not listen to day one, that was Monday, yesterday, go back and listen to that because we're covering the topic of mindset. And it's very important. I want you to go through this five-day podcast series in order. So listen to day one and then come back and listen to day two. Today's topic is, what side hustle am I going to start? I have a busy full-time job. I have a family, perhaps. I've got a busy life. What side gig am I going to start? What business am I going to start? And how am I going to do that? while I'm working full-time and balancing all these life activities. By the end of this episode, you are going to have all of those questions answered. And then again, at the end of the five days, I'm giving all the content away, the audio, the video. There's going to be an ebook and then all the transcripts 100% free. Make sure that you sign up on the wait list, w2prisonbreak.com forward slash roadmap. There will be a link in the show notes so that once everything's ready, it'll get delivered straight to your inbox. Okay, let's tackle the first question, which is most of you will have an excuse or an objection or some type of fear-based objection like, hey, I don't have enough time. I don't have time to start a side hustle, and I don't know what one to start. I don't know what I would be good at. There's so many options out there. It is absolutely, I get it. I looked at everything. Guys, I looked at everything for years. If it came across my social media feed or it came across my inbox, like I was interested in it because I just wanted out of my life. I wanted out of my busy full-time job. I wanted off airplanes and I wanted to stop missing my kid grow up and being around my family. So anything that came across, you, you name it, I did it. Stocks, franchising, blogging, YouTube, real estate. I looked at everything. And as a result of that, looking at everything all at once, I did nothing. I just dabbled in it. So the first tip I'm going to give you, and this is critical, is whatever you decide on, whatever we decide on, because I'm going to help you decide, you have to stick with it. Okay. You have to be certain about it and don't get distracted. That is what leads to not doing anything. You have to give all your energy towards the one thing and give it a good go. All right. How do we pick our side hustle? Number one, I want you to look at exactly what you're doing now. The fastest way for you to create money is to use the existing skills that you already have. You do not need to go out and learn a brand new skill that takes more time that you don't already have. So let's not discount what it is that you're doing right now in your current nine to five job, your current skill set, or maybe it's just a skill set you have, period that you can monetize. I want you to look at that first. I have a course called the Passion to Profit Pathway. It's a $67 course, and it actually gives you three to five business ideas by the end of the course. It teaches you how to come up with, hey, what, what, are, what am I good at? What are my passions? What are business ideas that I could monetize? I'm going to give this course to you. I just decided this before I hit record. I'm going to give this course to you for free. And here's what you need to do to get the course for free, because I'm not going to give the material away in this episode. I'm going to give you snippets of it. But if you want the entire course, it's about an hour. Leave me, the W2 Prison Break Show, 
a five-star rating and review on either Apple or Spotify, take a screenshot of it, and then email it to me at brian, with an I, at w2prisonbreak.com. I will give you a coupon code and you will get that course 100% for free. And that will help you discover what your passion is and then business ideas around that, your skill set, stuff that you love to do, stuff that you're good at, and then ideas on how to monetize that. So I want you to look at what you're doing right now. I'm going to use an example. If I could go back in time, I started a real estate business. I don't regret that. I don't regret my path. I started a real estate business. I saw that as my way out. Many of you listening are thinking the same exact thing. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a great way to make money. It's a great way to build wealth, but I can tell you that it is not for everyone. Not everyone is cut out to be a real estate investor. There's a lot of stuff that they, that they don't tell you before you sign up for their program, okay? And I'll tell you everything about what the reality of being a real estate investor is. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not all roses and rainbows all the time. It's difficult. So is being a business owner. So you might as well pick something that you like to do, that you enjoy doing, and that you have some skill at, okay? So I went that route, and I realized that after four years, I said, you know what, if I could go back in time and do it again, I would have just utilized my current skill set, which is sales. I've been on the phone since I was 24 years old, 24, 25 years old, cold calling people. I'm going to be 50 years old in a couple of weeks. I've been doing this my entire life. I've taught people how to do it. I've written scripts. I've coached countless people on how to be good on the phone, particularly in real estate, but really you can do it for anything. So that was something that I had a good skill at. I just didn't recognize that I had it, right? I didn't give myself credit for the, the stuff that I was good at. So again, my course is going to pull that out for you. And again, you're going to have an opportunity to get it for free. Look at what you're doing now. If you've been doing your job for five to 10 years, again, they hired you. They already are, they're already telling you, hey, you're good at this thing. We hired you. And if you're getting raises and you're still there, they're signaling to you, hey, you're good at this thing. So if you're in sales, I'm going to use sales as an example here. You don't necessarily have to go in direct competition with your, the company that you work for. You might have a non-compete. Please don't sign those if it ever comes up again. But you don't have to go in direct competition. You can just help. If you can help people get better at their jobs, make more, deal, make more sales, get more leads, people will pay you for that. And there's a myriad of different ways that you can turn your sales skills into a business. You can simply do it for other people. So you can go and I would look at, you can either, you know, I would look at other businesses. So if you have a sales, a sales gift and you know how to prospect, you know how to get leads, you know how to convert to appointments, you know how to convert to sales and you got that all dialed in, bring that as an agency to a business because most businesses, most business owners are not good at sales. So you can bring that skill set to business owners who will pay you to be their quote unquote sales department. And you do not have to be awesome. You don't have to be the best. You just have to be better than them. Because if I'm selling a product or service like an SEO service, right? And I, my skill set is I'm an SEO, I'm a technical person. You're likely not going to have a lot of sales training. So rather than spend a lot of time trying to get good at sales, a lot of these business owners will say, hey, I need somebody who knows how to sell and I'll tell them all about the product and I'll offload that to somebody else. All right. It's a fractional business. This is very popular right now. 
small to medium-sized companies are hiring out, they're farming out their departments, fractional marketing departments, fractional sales department. They don't need to do it and you don't need to hire them full time. It's a great way to save money. You can do this for bookkeeping, for HR. You can hire fractional CEOs or CFOs. So if you have that skill, you can start a business that you can take to other businesses that will take that stuff off your plate. And nothing is off the table, guys. I want you to look at what you're doing in your job first, your skill set that you have first, and figure out a way to monetize it. Okay. And if you don't know, if you're unsure, even if you take my free course, book a 15 minute call with me and leave in the notes that that's what you want to work on. Hey, I have this skill. This is my job. Brian, can you help me brainstorm some ideas on what business I should start or how I could bring this to market? We will work through for 15 minutes and I will help you. Again, 15 minute call. You would be amazed at how many people don't click the button and take the call. So if that's you, if you're like, oh, I'm good at sales or I'm good at, you know, I'm good at bookkeeping or I'm good at this and you don't know what to start, book the 15 minute call. The link is in the show notes. I will help you. I want to help you because this is what people discount is they think they make the mistake. Well, I got to learn if I want out of my job, I've got to learn something else. You already said you don't have enough time. Why are you creating more stress? on yourself and your family, learning something new that's going to take a lot more time. You need to learn how to become a business owner, okay? You already know how to do something. You already know how to do a lot of stuff. Don't think you just got to go learn how to do a different skill. Many people make that mistake. So to recap there, before we get into some other ideas for side hustles that you can start, and then we'll go into how do we balance our side hustle with our main job, because that's challenging as well but I'm going to give you some good good tips on how to do that. To recap, look at what you're doing right now. How can I monetize my skill set that I have and think of a bunch of different ways? I can either create an agency, I can sell it direct to people, I can package it up in a coaching program, courses. There's a bunch of different ways that you can monetize your skill set, okay? Do not discount that. If that doesn't work for you or you're like, you know what, I just, I don't like selling. I don't want to do sales anymore. I'm good at it. I want to do something different. Here's where it gets a little bit challenging because there's so much stuff out there. There's so much stuff out there. So I just picked a few things and research this, right? Spend a little time researching. Again, my course will help you with this, the Passion to Profit Pathway course that you will get for free if you leave the five-star rating and review and email it to me, screenshot. I'm going to give you some things that I like. And you may not like this and that's okay, but this will get you thinking here. Stuff that doesn't take up a lot of time, stuff that you're already doing. Affiliate marketing, freelance digital affiliate marketing. I mean, there's so many different terms here. Think about the products and services that you've used, especially stuff that costs a lot of money, that you've used that you like, that you could potentially promote to other people. High ticket stuff. 80 some odd percent of businesses have an affiliate program. If you've signed up for a course, if you've signed up for a coaching program, If you've bought something high ticket and it worked for you and it produced a result, get signed for their affiliate program. Tell other people about it. If you buy products on Amazon, like anybody can go on Amazon and sign up for their affiliate program. Don't sleep on that. It's easy. If you're just being lazy, if you don't do that, like understand that the stuff that you've purchased and used and it's delivered a result, you can promote it to other people. Now you're going to need a medium for that. 
to deliver that, whether it's your social media page or you build like an Amazon store, but you have to put some effort into that. So that's a kind of a way to where you're just going about your regular life, your nine to five life, and you're creating opportunities for money. And if you you know, start hitting wins and you see more of that, you keep promoting, you keep promoting, maybe you start a blog and you put your links in your blog, right? But you have to get people to that as well. There's more to it, but just look at that. Look at promoting the stuff that you've already used successfully. Now you could do it the way everybody, a lot of other people do it, which is, hey, you go to ClickBank or some of these sites and you pick a product and you promote it. That's in your niche, right? I'm going to have somebody come on the show here very soon, actually next week, next Tuesday, we're going to talk about this particular topic, freelance digital marketing. It has not been covered on the show. And now it is because you guys asked. So look at affiliates, okay? Stuff that you've used. The second thing I want you to look at, I touched on this a little bit. And again, it's in my course, Passion to Profit Pathway, which you can get for free, is selling your knowledge via online courses. Online courses, eBooks, digital products. This is very popular right now. The e-learning digital market business is in the billions. I think it's going to be about 400 billion by 2030, somewhere around there. You can certainly get a piece of that. Selling your skills, selling your knowledge, stuff that you know that you're good at, not awesome, not the best, that you're really good at, than the majority of people that you know, okay? The majority of people that you know, not your entire city or state or county, just your inner circle. What do people ask you for help for? This is in your nine to five job, and this is in your personal life. What do people repeatedly ask you for help for? They come to you and say, hey, uh, Brian, you're really good at this. Can you help me with this? That's a signal that you're good at something. And if you did not help them, they would have to go out and either find somebody else or pay for it, right? I like the pay for it part, but that is a signal People are telling you, hey, you're good at something. Like the people who, who employ you, that hired you, hey, we think you're good at this. Don't discount that. Don't sit there and say, well, I'm not good at that. Yes, you are. They're paying you. They hired you. People are asking you for help. It's a signal. Pay attention to the signs and stop doubting yourself and stop thinking that you're not good enough or that nobody's going to buy it. If you do that, of course somebody's going to buy it because you're never going to do anything. So listen to that. Online courses, ebooks, you can also do freelancing. All right. So if you have a skill, I'm going to give you an example of one of the clients that I work with one to one. This person is a freelance designer and did that in their nine to five job, left the job and said, Hey, I don't really need them. I can do this on my own and became a freelancer. You can do that. This is why people become consultants or become freelancers, because they realize the light bulb goes off. I don't need corporate. If you're working for a, a company and maybe you know, you're doing counseling or therapy or, or something like that, you can. my sister, if you listen to that episode where she got fired from her job, she said, I don't, I don't need them. I don't, I don't need corporate. I can open up my own practice. I don't, I, don't need, I don't need them. We all think we need corporate. We all think we need them to pay us. No, no, no. They need you. Corporate needs you, people, okay? You don't need them. You think you need them because they pull the wool over your eyes with benefits and, you know, retirement accounts and will match it and steady paycheck. That's, that's the brainwashing. They need you way more than you need them, especially if you're good at your job. Now, will they replace you if you leave? Sure. The company's not going to die if you leave. 
but you got to shift that mindset. You have value and you can bring that. You're already doing your job. You have value. You can bring that to the rest of the world. I promise you. So don't sleep on that. Freelancing, go into business for yourself, doing the same exact thing or something very, very similar. Look for gaps in the market. If you work for a company, look, the, the thing about freelancing, if you're already doing this job for your employer, the market already exists, the problem already exists, the customer base already exists, and you know how to solve the problem and you know people are paying for this problem. That makes a lot of sense to me to just go into business for yourself. Now you just got to learn how to become a business owner. And that is much easier to do than to learn a brand new skill and learn how to become a business owner. So let's take the path of least resistance here. This makes a lot of sense to me. I hope it makes a lot of sense to you. Okay, I'm biased here, but here's another idea about how to start a side gig and monetize it, podcasting. I believe everyone has a podcast in them. I believe everyone has multiple podcasts in them, multiple businesses, multiple books, multiple courses. But look at the world of podcasting. Okay, this has exploded, will continue to grow. It is not a saturated market. You can monetize a podcast from the get-go. If you're strategic about it, if you think about it, you want your podcast to support your business, right? Your back-end business. So if there's a, spe a specific thing that you discover that you like, go back to the sales idea. Maybe you could start a podcast about sales. More specifically, a podcast about how to cold call. Like I'm thinking about, I just, I just came up with that right now. I could do a podcast on strictly how to cold call. And then I could go all the way down. Like I could cold call people in real estate, like sellers or real estate agents or any other niche, right? You just drill it down and then you get into an audience of people that are interested in this, right? And then you either have some type of mastermind or coaching program or a course that is already alive that you can drive people to through the show and you just bring value to the show. Now, if you're going to start a podcast, I want you to be very strategic about this. Again, 15-minute call. I can help you brainstorm ideas. You want to definitely spend some time on this because there's a lot involved here. I've started two podcasts. I'm in a podcast mastermind. I listen to a lot of content. I'm always improving my show. Get in touch with me. I, I could do an entire episode on podcasting, but look at that. And don't worry about if you're afraid to speak. You don't have to do a video one like I do. It can be all audio. You have stuff inside of you that other people need to hear. Okay, so we've looked at ideas that are already exist because we're doing the work. We have these skills, right? We looked at a few outside side gigs that we could start. Do your research. What speaks to you? What are the opportunities? Use the internet, use Google, use ChatGPT. You know, just say, hey, what are the top 10 side hustles? Or I do, these are, this is my skill set. What, if you don't have ChatGPT, guys, you got to start using it. Okay, I have the paid version, $20 a month. I use it every single day. It's super helpful for brainstorming ideas. All right, now we're going to talk about, we've got the side hustle. We've started doing it, or we're about to start to do it, but we're busy, right? We got a nine to five job. How do I do this? while I have a job? How do I balance work-life balance, all that stuff? I'm going to tell you how I did it. And I did do it. And it wasn't easy. So the first thing I wanted to tell you is that it's not easy, but it's definitely achievable and you can do it if you implement some of these strategies. The first thing you need to do, again, going back to mindset, so listen to day one if you have not, is you have to just understand that you're going to take a few steps back if you want to get all the way down the road. 
right? I'm giving you the roadmap here, but you might have to sacrifice a little bit, spend a little bit more time, work a little bit more, maybe miss a little bit more to get to where you want to go, which is doing whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want. That's why I did all this stuff. I was sick and tired of missing out. So I said, okay, I'm going to add 10 to 12 hours per week. If you can give yourself 10 to 12 hours per week and you can focus and focus on one of these side hustles and not mix it up, not, tr not think that you need seven different streams of income, which I used to preach that, by the way, big mistake. I take everything back. I said, that's no good. Now, when you get, when you advance and you become a business owner, then yes, that's something that you want. But in the beginning, when you're just starting out, you need to focus on one thing, do that well give yourself a realistic timeline, and you are going to build this thing up. You need to look at how you're spending your time right now. The reason that you say you don't have enough time is usually threefold. Number one, you're afraid to do it. Number two, you don't want to do it because you're lazy. Or number three, you just don't believe in yourself. Okay, so pick which one of those three you are and just come to terms with it and own it. And if you do want a life that is better, that is different than what you have right now, we got to get over that. That's okay. Forgive yourself. You're, you're not a bad person because you don't want to do it. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend extra time. I'm, I'm cool with my job, right? But you're really not. So just own that and let's move forward. Let's move past that and understand that we create our time. We choose how we spend our time. All your time is a choice, okay? You have complete control over your day. You're allowing your day to overrun you. And then you say stuff like, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time for that. You do. You're just doing other stuff. So you have to look at your day. So what I want you to do is give yourself an honest go. What do you do from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed? What does a typical day look like for you? Chart that, write it out, spend that time with it, and then look at it. Okay, well, hmm, I'm sleeping too much, right? Maybe I'm getting up too late, or maybe I'm staying up too late. And while I'm staying up, I'm watching TV, or I'm you know, watching Netflix, or I'm just wasting a lot of time at the water cooler if you're in the office, right? Just look at how you're spending your time and all of a sudden, wow, I got two hours a day. Last time I checked, five times two is 10. And if you work on the weekends, there's your 10 to 12 hours right there. You all have it. You're just choosing to do other stuff. And that's okay. Again, I, I was the same exact way. You can be more efficient with your time and you can set boundaries with people, including your employer. Now, again, you might have to work on the weekends. Is that worth it? Make that decision. Is it worth you? working on the weekends for a little bit, putting in some hours in order for you to get out of your nine to five job that you don't like, become a business owner and achieve financial freedom and get to spend more time with your family. Is that worth it to you? If it isn't, then keep listening and do what I'm telling you to do, what I'm coaching you to do, because I did it. Here's what I used to do when I flew 100,000 miles per year and how much time I saved because I realized that I was wasting a bunch of time. A typical day for me if I was flying I'm driving in the car, okay? So you got, most of us have a commute to work if you're not working from home. I'm driving in the car. I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to stupid stuff on the radio, right? Entertaining myself. So instead of doing that, I put education on. I listened to podcasts. I listened to course material because I was learning real estate. I was in real estate. I listened to calls because I had to call sellers. So I wanted to learn the scripts. So I listened to them back and forth to the airport, one hour each way from my house. Then I would get to the airport and I would go sit in the lounge. I had, you know, again, I was a frequent flyer, so I had access to the lounge. 
And instead of working, instead of doing work or watching like a Netflix show, which I, I'm guilty of, I used to do that, I would either do more of that work or I would call sellers. I would sit there in the United Club, Chicago O'Hare Airport, and I would dial sellers. Most people are not willing to do that. Everybody else was doing what I used to do, which was watching movies, watching TV shows, or taking phone calls from their boss. Like Some of them were working. And so, look, you got to do that. I understand that. But if you're doing what I did, I just replace it. Then I would get on the plane. I'm on the plane. Instead of watching a movie, I would do more work in the business. Okay. I'm on a plane for three, four hours sometimes. That's a lot of time. I get back to the hotel instead of goofing off and going down to the bar and having a drink. I'd call sellers. I made it happen. There's time. You, you're just doing other stuff. You have the time. You're just doing other stuff. I had the time. I was doing other stuff. I was making a different decision and a different choice. So make better choices and the time exists. Again, you might have to sacrifice in the beginning. And then during the day when I was working, I just set up my day. If I was here at the house, I was here at my home office, I would just set up my schedule. This is when I'm dialing. I have one hour. I'm going to use this to call. I'm going to be super efficient with it because I don't have a lot of time. I'm not going to be browsing the web. I'm not going to be checking social media. Guys, if you don't have enough time, you're driving. I realize this. But at some point, look at your screen time and how much time you spend on your phone. Look at that number and then come back to me and tell me that you don't have enough time and you're on your screen time is in the hours, plural, per day. Quit with the excuses. Y'all have time. You're choosing to do other stuff. If you choose to do different stuff, then you will never use the I don't have time excuse anymore. And when you hear that, you'll just simply know, okay, this means one of three things. I don't want to do that. I'm afraid to do that. Or I would rather just do something different. That doesn't interest me. You know it's an objection. You have the time. You're just doing something else. So now we have a way to kind of balance our busy life. And don't give up. I'm not saying don't hang out with your kids or your family. Just give up the stuff that doesn't matter. What's more important to you? Scrolling on social media or hanging out with your kids? What's more important to you? Watching a Netflix show or a movie or hanging out with your kids? What's more important to you? Watching a sporting event on the weekends? For three hours or six, some of you watch football all day long or hanging out with your family. What's more important to you? You got to make some hard decisions. I could go on and on with this. It's about your priorities. What are your priorities and what are you willing to do to get there? Most people are not willing to give that up. And that's why they stay in their job and they create stories. I don't have time for that. I don't want to do that. That's too hard. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have enough money. Just call it what it is. You would rather sit on the couch all day on Sunday and watch games. Hey, look, I like to do that too, but I don't do it. I don't do it. I watch one game and then I do what I'm supposed to do. I don't scroll on social media all day long because I know it's a time suck and it's a waste of time and it doesn't do anything for me. It does not serve me. It does not serve my family. It's a distraction. Okay, so pick something else to distract you with that actually serves you and your family. Okay, guys, wrapping up day two, side hustle. We got to pick something. Pick something that we're good at. Again, book the 15-minute call. Take my course. You know how to do it. The link is in the show notes. You're going to get it for free if you do what I ask you to do. Tomorrow, we are talking about being fiscally responsible, financial planning, budgeting ideas. I'm going to give you some tips 
on how to make the money objection subside. Because that's the other objection. I don't have enough money. That's not going to work. I don't make enough money. We're going to debunk a lot of myths tomorrow. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Make it a great day.